What's going on guys? Connor Hansen from Performance Training here, here with Adam Cook once again. Uh, we're going to take some time to talk about nutrition basics for all those out there who have uh, never really been about nutrition. I know that everybody's probably heard that nutrition is 80% of what you do in the gym, 80% of your results, which I would agree. It's at least 80%. I've had clients that will come in for you know months and not see any types of change. But every time I ask them, how has your nutrition been? They're like, oh, it's been bad this week. It's been bad this week. But then I have some clients that will lose, you know, six pounds in just a matter of a couple weeks. It's like, how's your nutrition? They're like, oh, it's been awesome. I've been sticking to your macros and this, that, and the other. So it's been, it's a huge part. Oh, yeah. Definitely key. Abs, abs are made in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Seriously. So um, for those of you who have never dabbled into the nutrition, um, you know, the science of nutrition, so if you're going for fat loss, the main thing that you want to focus for is um, a calorie deficit, right? What's your theory on you know a calorie is a calorie is a calorie? You know I don't I haven't done a ton of research into that. Um, a guy that I like, Gary Taubes, has wrote a book recently that kind of refutes that, but okay. I haven't read it, so I shouldn't shouldn't say on it. Um, okay. Personally, you know, when I eat less, I lean out. So yeah. I mean, there's definitely something to that for sure. Totally. Um, and making sure you eat enough that you keep your energy up to right. do have a basal metabolic rate, totally. right? Um, basically, your resting metabolic rate mm -hmm. is the little more layman term. Um, easily calculable, assuming that your hormones and everything are good, right? right. Um, so you definitely want to be meet, meeting that on a regular basis. Yeah. I usually, if somebody is coming in for uh, weight loss, I'll usually put them on a calorie deficit, depending on what their goals are and how, long, how much they're training, everything like that changes these things you know a decent amount right but the biggest thing is i'll usually put them on 500 to a thousand calorie deficit per sure. day Depending so that how, how overweight how are. overweight they are right. if they can afford to lose that right like yeah. my sister i can't put her on a thousand calorie deficit because then she'd be eating like 500 calories right. a day right because she's just so little but then i have clients that are you know a little bit heavier and i can put them on a five or a 500 to even 1500 calorie deficit per day because you know their meta basal metabolic rate is like 4,000 so right. or something like that. So for them, they, they can afford to lose the three pounds a week or yeah, the three pounds a week if you, if you subtract that amount right. of calories. Something to keep in mind and something I've been thinking about recently is, and we've talked about it a little bit is, uh, as far as like exercise, right? Yeah. So when I kind of got into the training side of things about seven years ago, yeah, I learned a lot of the right way to exercise, okay. the right way to do things in the gym, right? right. And most of that is held true. Um, you know, you'll learn, still learn stuff here and there along right. the way, but uh, I mean, we have a pretty good grasp on that. It seems like nutrition is always changing. There's it is always something new. First, eggs out. are bad for you. Then they're good for you. Then right. they're bad for you. It, it's it's always changing. So keep that in mind. You know, so um, who knows what if how relevant this will be in a year. Right. But right now, I mean, there's still a lot of different opinions too, mm -hmm. right? The, if it fits your macros, is that kind of what you teach? Yeah, so my biggest thing, because that helps with uh, flexible dieting, right? Yeah. If somebody really wants a cookie, you can have that cookie as long as it fits your macros, as mm -hmm. long as you, you, depending on the person, you can't have carbs the rest of the day, so you're eating egg whites and chicken, but you really wanted that cookie, so you got it. Right. And a I've little seen, more realistic, yeah. maybe more achievable. And the thing that I really enjoy with counting your macros, well, one, it's super easy with phones and apps and stuff nowadays. And two, um, people can eat what they want. It's customizable, and they, they learn more, right? So if I give somebody 
okay, you need to eat this every single day. One, they're going to get burnt out of those foods. Mm -hmm. And two, they don't learn why they're doing it. So then nobody d takes a personal trainer for life. Nobody uses a personal trainer right. for life. And so then at that point, when they leave me, they know, okay, carbs are good for energy, but if I'm trying to lose weight, I should eat less of them. You know, fats are good for maintaining bodily functions. I need to have like a low to moderate amount all the time. And then proteins, if I'm trying to build muscle or even maintain muscles, I should constantly be eating higher amounts of protein. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of, you know, differing views on that, but mm -hmm. it, it really comes down, I think the carb side, right? Right. I I, I'm a big fan of high fat, high protein. Right. In general. Yeah. Um, I eat a lot of healthy fats. I try yeah. to, and keeping the protein high, you know, um, the carbs, what I've noticed with, with clients, it totally depends on the client. Right. I mean, I had two girls, I don't I do not do show prep, but they both wanted to do shows, so I was prepping two girls at the same time. Uh, totally different physiques, mm -hmm. right? Um, they were kind of both redheads, though, so I mean, you know, maybe some similar genetics. Similar genetics, One yeah. girl it was more on a, a flexible diet, and okay. she was eating at sometimes up to like 60% carbs, which was crazy. Oh, wow. She was shredded. Right. And the other one was down around 20%. So, right. And they were in the same phases of, of training and yeah. prep. And, and I don't I didn't do the finishing work for the last six weeks. You right. know, I used to hand them off to a, a show prep girl. Somebody that's a little bit more um, down. I saw really good results with both of them on that drastic of a difference in carbohydrates. And cool. my, I think it's genetic, right. personally. Um, what your ancestors ate kind of line you up on how your body metabolizes this stuff. Totally. But, I usually go, I have kind of three big things that I try to hit with clients if they're trying to lose weight, right? Bulking up is a, is a whole nother story, but most people are trying to lose weight in our day and age. The first thing is you got to be at a calorie deficit, right? You got to be burning more calories than you consume. The second one is you want to keep at least, you, you want to keep those carbs lower because those of you who don't know, carbs spike your insulin, insulin in a very layman's terms, takes the nutrients and, and puts it into the cell, right? And so if you have high insulin, you have high storage of, it also does things with muscles. There, it, it's a whole thing, but um, that in very layman's terms, it, it helps you store fat, insulin does. And so if you have a calorie surplus and you're eating a lot of carbs, you're gonna store a lot of fat. Right. So you go calorie deficit, lower carbs to try to keep your insulin level low, higher fats, lots of, lots of protein, and then lifting heavy. Because you got to give your body a reason to hold on to your muscles. Because mm -hmm. if you're doing nothing but cardio and then eating a calorie deficit, you'll lose weight, but you'll also lose muscle, and right. you won't you won't get that good look that you're going for. Soft. You'll end up soft. We call it a, a fat skinny. Yeah, you're skinny, but you don't have any muscle mass, so you just look, you know, flat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the insulin sensitivity is big. Um, something I've been doing for maybe the last two months or trying to do mm -hmm. is the time-restricted eating. Right. That's something I've, I mentioned to you and yeah. book um, that anybody can do. Uh, you can start it right now. You know, if you're looking for something to, to kick kickstart uh, an exercise or a diet program, yeah. is limiting the window when you eat. So whenever okay. you eat the first thing in the morning, um, 12 hours maximum less is better right 10 to 8 hours right. would be ideal of a window to eat all of your calories in okay and i used to teach people that it didn't matter when you ate it just mattered how many calories right so i'm trying to get that info that i have learned part of the evolution of nutrition right totally so what you're doing is by not eating for however many hours a day 14 hours a day right. or whatever it is um you don't have insulin in your system, right. right? So that's just like you were talking about. And that's also going to increase your insulin sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So when you do eat carbs, you don't have to 
release as much insulin, your body's a lot more sensitive to what you do release and just seems to be a lot more efficient for fat loss, gaining right. muscle, yeah. both. Uh, people ask me a lot of times, what about carb cycling, right? You know, why would you do that? Oh, well, I have a buddy that lost so many, so many weights or so many pounds on, on carb cycling. Uh, all the research that I've done into it, at least the people, the, the smart individuals that do know a lot about carb cycling, they'll take a lower amount of carbs, uh, you know, a calorie deficit version of carbs, a, a week's view, and then depending on their training, you know, if you're hitting the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, those are going to be like your higher carb days or like Monday, Thursday, Saturday or whatever. They, and they schedule their carbs, their higher carb days on those. But the, your weekly carb intake is the same, but you just could do very, very restrictive, moderate on your off days, on your, off days, on your rest days. And then like if you're having maybe just a cardio day, you'll do moderate. And then your heavy lift days where you need more of the, the carbs in your system to, to pound out some weights in the gym, sure. you go hard on the carbs. Well, that, this is something I tell people and you can tell me what you think about it because yeah. I don't know if it's right or not. <laughs> something I do is, is if I'm going to, if there's something carb heavy, if there's something sugary that I really want to eat, if I got a donut at home that I'm like, I'm going to eat that at some point. Yeah. I always try to have that as part of my post lift yeah. meal to just replenish that glycogen. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do it, that's when I tell people to cheat after you've worked yep. out. Um, you're better off to go in. If you can work out in a fasted state, you're going to be better off there and then mm -hmm. kind of refeed after your workout. Yeah, I had a – this is going – You agree? I, I agree, okay. yeah, for sure. And especially if you have a, uh, a starchy carb or, you know, a sugary carb like a donut or white bread or whatever and pair that with a protein, those two things, studies have shown that uh, carbs and proteins together post-workout, especially within – they, they call it the, the post-workout window, yeah, the anabolic, the metabolic, metabolic window. Anabolic, yeah, anabolic right. window, yeah. yeah. And so that is somewhat a myth because people think it's like 30 minutes and then boom, it's 100% done. Right. It's like 30 to 60 minutes, you're the most metabolic. And then from there, it just starts to slowly taper. See, and I've, I've taught that and, and kind of lived that myself. And I've also recently read that that's total bullshit. So who knows, <laughs> right? A lot of opinions on my, my, uh, I believe it though. And I, you know, so do I, it, it seems at least to add some discipline that you're not going to have that any other time except for right after right. the workout. So, it's my, uh, yeah, my Oak, I, I went to school at Oak Canyon junior high and, uh, there's a guy there named coach Gould genius of a guy. He should be doing so much more than teaching, but he just loves to teach and he's just so knowledgeable and he's changed thousands of kids lives the last uh, noble profession out yeah there, right? seriously Unless so he kind of doctor I guess. <laughs> he changed my life in in so many ways in the in especially in the fitness world but one thing that he told me was that he we we had like a whole nutrition side and a work you know fitness side blah 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 on top of uh your regular pe stuff but he he talked about how okay if you're ever going to eat smarties or skittles or whatever do it after your workout because your body's going to utilize that a lot more to to replenish the stored glycogen in your right. muscles. And I've heard that, that, you know, that hour to refeed the glycogen or whatever, I've, I've heard it really doesn't matter. You'll get it, you know, in the next 24 hour window. Yeah. But also I think we're going to have a guest on soon. Keto Craig, he's going to, okay. he would tear us apart on all this. So that's his, has a totally different opinion on this stuff. On the, so, on the carb cycling yeah, so and that sort of he's thing. He's the ketogenic guy. So uh, okay. a lot of different opinions, not that anything's right or wrong, but right. you know, this is just our view on it. Totally. Like I said, find what works for you, right? Right. And we should do a whole a whole video on 
um, keto and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, He'll, it can he be, has a ton of insight. Okay, so I had I had a sister that lost a lot of weight on the keto diet. So and that Gary Tabs I ref, referenced earlier, he's wrote the book. I wrote a couple of books on it, and it's pretty compelling. Is it? Um, a lot of it's based on the insulin, because cool. um, you're basically no carbs for anyone that doesn't know what ketogenic is. Um, Atkins was a ketogenic diet. It kind of got skewed because they thought eat all the fat and nothing else and all right. the proteins and all. But like if you actually read the, the Atkins pamphlet, they talk about eating a lot of vegetables and, right. and it's a lot more balanced than what people think of. But. Sure. Yeah. And the, you know, they say there's no calorie restrictions, but you still right. want to pay attention, I think, as far as energy yeah. systems are concerned. So totally. Yeah. Something we can delve into with, with, like I said, Craig will know a lot more. For we'll sure. talk with him here in the next month or so. Cool. Um, if you guys have any questions or comments, shoot us uh, questions, comments in the link below, in the comment section below. Follow us on Instagram at Performance Training Utah. Check out our website, performancetrainingutah.com, uh, and hit us up with any questions or comments there. And uh, we'll check you guys next time.